people of Earth, how are you? They call me Al. They call him Joe. They call this podcast kind of right. Hi, Joe. Who's they? I don't know. Just fucking <laughs> got to mix it up a little bit. I, I'm never going to stray from the people of Earth thing, though. It's just a riot. You know what I mean? Well, that's who you're talking you to. Just think of Yoko. Not all the people of Earth. Joe, have you ever heard of the Widowmaker? Do you know what the Widowmaker is? Well, there's various forms of the Widowmaker. I'm talking about the brand of heart attack. No. The Widowmaker is the one that kills literally somewhere between 95% and 99% of men in their 50s who happen to get a full blockage in their left anterior descending artery. Really? Yeah. That's a fucking deadly motherfucker. All right? It's got a fucking one to fucking five percent somehow fucking chance of survival. All right? Yeah. And we're not talking about dying in the hospital. We're talking about dying in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. The old Well, heart I, I believe heart disease is still the number one killer. It's definitely the number one killer of people in the United States of America. I don't know about the world. I'm pretty sure hunger and Something else is fucking the number one. Fucking being killed by a, bug a neighbor. <laughs> right. Malaria or some shit. Right. Bug bites. Fucking. But, you know. We have first world problems here, Al. Yeah. So, I get a call. I get a call 3.30 Saturday morning. Yeah. And, uh, of course... I, the fucking weird thing is, is I had just gone back to bed. I had gotten up to pee at like three fifteen. I was don't, not asleep. Don't tell me your father's dead or anything. So, you know me. I've been getting a lot of phone calls, fucking all hours of the day the last couple months. You know. Yes, it's been active for you. So the fucking phone rings, and I'm not even. And I go, oh for Christ's sake! And I look at it, and it's my sister. And I knew instantly what had happened. I knew that my mother had a heart attack because she wasn't feeling well. Oh, you? she did? Yeah. How is she? So we'll get to that. She's alive. How's that? Okay. She survived the big one. So right? th- she did she have the Widowmaker? She had the Widowmaker, and now allow me to tell the story in chronological fucking order for a little while. I'll keep quiet. I haven't told anybody this story. All right? This is Saturday morning at 3.30. Yep. First of all, how awful a person am I that in that instant that I saw my phone said Leanne, and even though I knew it was my mother who had a heart attack, I was relieved that it wasn't something to do with my son. I was relieved it wasn't my ex calling me about my son. How's that for awful human being right there? No, no, it's not. I'm a terrible person? No. The fact that I knew my mother had had a heart attack and might be dead was way more comforting to me than something going on with my son. That's awful, by the way. So anyway, that's the type of person you're listening to out there, all right? At least I'm introspective enough to fucking admit it. Well, you're supposed to care about your, your kid more I than care your... about my mother, by the way. I love her dearly. Well, yeah. It's I'm, not, I have it's nothing, not a... nothing bad to say about my mother. My mother is a fucking saint. Uh, and, and she and, proved it. And very smart. Because she 
performed. I like her. She performed a miracle. Listen to this story. Okay. She's a fucking candidate for sainthood. You got to fucking perform a miracle. All right? She did. So my sister goes, Al, mom's in cardiac arrest. You have to get to the hospital now. I said, she's in cardiac arrest at the house? Yes, go to the hospital now. I said, all right. Now, there had been a stomach bug tearing through the house over there yeah. during the week. And my mother, on Thursday, felt like maybe she was, it was her turn for the stomach bug. The stomach hurt. Wasn't feeling well. And actually, I had seen her Wednesday night, and I thought that she didn't look well. So, uh... This happened Saturday? Yeah. Saturday you morning. You call me, you fucking moron. Because this is f- I instantly started writing material down. My wife will fucking attest to this. Five minutes into the fucking thing, I said, find me a fucking little notebook. No kidding. And I started with the material. First and foremost He's of which. He's dedicated to this show, folks. First and foremost of which is, and I told my, finally got to tell my mother last night because she snapped out of it a little bit. I, I will get to the chronological story, but because you asked. I told her, you're a fucking big shot, just like that. I said, you're a fucking big shot. Who? You got my mother. She's got a paramedic on staff at the house. And if she didn't have a paramedic on staff at the house, she'd be fucking dead right now. Oh, so Ted was there. So 3.30 in the morning, 3.15, sorry, 3.14 in the morning, my sister happens to be awake with the youngest child in the house. Yep. She's downstairs getting him some water. When she gets to the bottom of the stairs to walk up the stairs, she hears whomp in my parents' bedroom. She instantly goes into the bedroom and says, Dad, what was that? He goes, she dropped something. Holly, what did you drop? My sister goes other over there. My mother is on the ground, lifeless. Jesus. Ted! Ted comes in, checks it for a pulse. There's none. He immediately starts CPR. He's a paramedic. By the way, Ted, I already told you this. He don't listen. God bless Ted. Ted's a superhero. He's a superhero. All right? He has superpowers that regular people don't have because I'm going to take a CPR course, by the way. (laughs) It's time. Don't bother. Talk to Alan about that. Talk to Ted. Talk to about how too. to do it? I kind of know how to do it anyway, but I, and I would probably do it if I was the one there. I would try. But you might break someone's ribs or something. You don't want to be doing that. No, and I, I won't. And they don't blow into the mouth anymore. You know that, right? There's no more of that in, shit. I won't interrupt you. Good, no, go ahead, baby. No. Alan, my, our friend Alan, who's yep. a retired firefighter. Yep, Ted, Ted is a wannabe firefighter, I said believe. Basically, that. CPR is good for the person who falls through the ice and freezes immediately and people that have electric shock. But for the most part, CPR is useless. People typically die. Yeah. All right. So listen to the rest of the story. All right. That's an interesting aside, my man. That's a... Which that is, is why from I... A, that's not my opinion. That is, that is from a... Yep. And by the way, 35-year firefighter. And by the way, if, it had, if everything had not gone as well as it's gone, <laughs> wait till you hear the whole story. 
All right, keep going. I'm listening. I would have called you if it was in more dire. I would have called you if she had the heart attack and didn't die but was well, in no, bad shape. Well, no, it sounds like everybody's huddling around, too. It's you a know? fucking good story, it. all right? Okay. So, whomp, dad, what happened? She fucking dropped something. Holly, what did you drop? It's Holly that dropped. Ted, Ted immediately takes her pulse. There's none. He starts doing compressions on her. Yep. Call 911. She calls 911. All right. She's in good hands. Ted does this every day. Right. All right? Yep. Like I used to paint houses. Yeah. Ted, Ted, this is what Ted does for a living. This is what fucking Ted does for a living. And he's a paramedic, right? He's not. Yeah, he's a paramedic. He's not an EMT. He's a paramedic. That's fine. All you EMTs out there, we love you, and you're going to be a paramedic someday, and maybe you'll be a firefighter too. I hope so. For, for all So Ted's things. got drugs and... I don't know about drugs. I know that he fucking pounded on her chest for 12 or 13 minutes until the fucking troops, you know. No shit. Till the on-duty team arrived, which, at which time Ted went like this. Step back and let them do their thing because he's a pro. 12 or 13 minutes. It took them 12 or 13 minutes to get there the in the middle ain't. of the night. I don't even know if they came from Seven Hills Road or not. I haven't even addressed this part of the story with anyone but oh, you. Oh, were they drunk? Isn't that alarming? Yeah, I fucking mean, one a, minute well, that's away. That's a long time. One minute unless away. Unless they were out. Unless they were out. Right. There's not unlimited resources in town. Right. And you know maybe the five, four, six ambulances within less than thirteen minutes could have gotten there. I'm thinking that the the one ambulance at Seven Hills Road was probably even though it, it's still it's it's fucking it's a private company so i don't even know if they are at the fire station it's a private company that well does. there's usually an ambulance parked there yeah all right. and they usually hang out so they must have some sort of public private setup you know what i mean you you would hope you know yes. so yeah but some towns have their own ambulance like carver you know they got their own ambulance man well, that ain't I don't know if fucking some of brewster our town of plymouth or and by the way ted works for a private uh, concern himself. His beat is Dedham and 128 up there. Which it, and they are. I'll tell you what. If you're a union hater, which I'm not, but I'm on the fence on various unions. I don't think he's in the union, man. Well, that's why I'm, what I'm saying. Those those guys don't make shit in he, Massachusetts. He doesn't make nearly what he's worth. We'll tell. We'll put it that make, way. No, they're making like sixteen dollars an hour. Yeah, they're struggling Meanwhile, to take home fifty. They're tr- struggling to take home forty grand. He makes more than that, by the way. Um, Meanwhile, you know, a first year. He's been in it for twenty years. First you know what year I mean? firefighter is going to make fifty grand. Yeah. So I don't know what Ted, Ted ought to be making one hundred and twenty grand a year. He should make at least a hundred. I agree with you. I don't know one hundred and twenty, by the way, but a hundred definitely. Well, he's highly trained. He's also happens. By the way, it's a, such a stupid thing to say about someone in that field. He happens to be a really, really good paramedic. Hopefully, they're all really good paramedics. He's really, really good at his job. And I hope all of them are. Just the simple fact that you are a paramedic should indicate that you're a good paramedic. You know what I mean? But it's in the family. Ted's dad. I don't think he was a paramedic. He was f- like a fire department dispatcher or some shit. I thought he was a well, I don't know, though. I, don't quote me on that. I one. won't. So anyway, where are we? Okay, the troops arrive. They pound on her for a little while. They can't get her going. At this point, Ted says, 
Call your brothers. Your mother's going to die. Tell them to get to the hospital now. Yeah. Boom. That's the call I got. Actually, I think he did it right before the paramedics got there. That, that's, that was it. They were, they were taking so long, even though he, he said it felt like an hour and a half. That's when he said it. He's pounding on her chest, and he can't get her fucking pulse to come back. Yeah. That's when he said, call your brothers. Your mother's going to die. In the meantime, they come. At, who knows how long it took. The paddles were produced. They fucking shocked her. Yeah. She sat up, went, <gasps> and was conscious. No kidding. So they figured she was without oxygen for 12 or 13 minutes, something like that. 14, so, I don't know, something like that. So she, uh, she was conscious. She was conscious for the whole... Uh, so Ted rode with her in the ambulance. Paul was called at the same time I was called. He came... He picked up dad. Leanne came in a separate car. Yeah. Kat said, do you want me to come with me, with you? I said, absolutely. So Kat came. Uh, we got there just as she was getting there. Oh, I took a shower, by the way. I texted my sister a couple times, too. I'm like, is she conscious? That's when I knew. She's like, yep, she's conscious. I'm like, okay. This is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking literally took a nice shower. You know what I mean? Put on clean clothes, combed my hair, the whole thing. This was pre-haircut, by the way. It, I was it already nice getting haircut. I was already getting a haircut. And I made my appointment fucking six hours later. <laughs> Who was the most freaked out in the family? Well, let's fucking continue with the story. All right. Keep going. By the way, tough question. And I'll tell you who would I'll answer you. Leanne. And she's the one who's in charge. She's the power of attorney and lives at the house for this very reason. Yeah. And I allowed her to, or we allowed her. I was like, later I was like, until she's back and her brain is functioning, somebody needs to be here every minute, including overnight. Let's do shifts. And I said, Leanne, you make the fucking shifts because... I can't tell you when to be here. You're the only, you know, you're the one who'll probably go, I can't do it then. You know what I mean? So Leanne took over that operation. Okay. So anyway, we're way ahead of ourselves. We arrive, we get there, boom, 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 boom. Just after we get there, they're like, they just wheeled her in. You guys can come out back. There's me, Kat, Paul, Dad, and Leanne. You guys can come out back. Who says you guys can come out? Somebody from the fucking emergency room. All right. So they bring us all out back. They're just about to wheel her in from her CT scan. The first thing they did upon arrival, because she hit her head on the way down and she had an abrasion over her left eye, they got to check her head, make sure this ain't a stroke or that her fucking brain's cracked open. Right, right. Came back totally negative. Then they come in. They do... A quick fucking portable fucking x-ray in the machine. We're all in the fucking huge room. It's probably about as this, maybe a little bit bigger than this room. We're all crammed in a corner. They're working on her. By the way, her heart's beating. She's awake. All right? Her heart is beating and she's awake. Okay. They take a quick x-ray. They go, all right, you guys got to go back out in the hallway because they had to expose her chest or whatever. 
they determined that it's a fucking. They know what's going on now that they took this brain scan. They know they know it was a heart attack. You know. The cardiologist comes. He goes. We're gonna snake a fucking thing up. I mean, he's there. We're talking. We're there five minutes. The cardiologist right. goes, and he was in his jammies, man. He would, and I'm not talking about your hospital jammies. Like his. Pajamas. My boy had his fucking slippers on from his house. I don't he know was where on, he lives. He, he was, was on call. He was in his p- fucking pajamas. All right. Yeah. A young man of southern, southwestern Asian, fucking origin. All right. Accent and everything. I don't even know his name, but he's the man. It's like an Indian or a Pakistani. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes, Dothead. Kind of. So, man, who knows? It doesn't terrible. really matter. <laughs> Just doesn't matter. But, hey. I took, smart. I took meticulous notes. All those guys are smart. So, I also asked my mother yesterday. I said, hey, how bad does it hurt so I know when I have mine? <laughs> <laughs> Did she slap you? No, she fucking laughed. Not hard, though, because it hurts. Her, her ribs really hurt. That's what hurts right now. So he goes, we're going to snake the thing up through her fucking groin or her leg or whatever with a camera, and we're going to find where the blockage is, you know, because he's, you know, he's like, there's a fucking blockage, clearly. So they snoop around, and there's a full blockage in the aforementioned left anterior descending artery, which, as Ted will tell you, and the cardiologist later, yeah, it has a 1% to 5% survival rate in men in their 50s. <laughs> oh shit never mind that's the widow maker people i know i opened up saying do you know what the widow maker is that's the widow maker but mom ain't no man no mom's a saint and saints perform miracles okay all right continue with your story so i'm not gonna interrupt so you know how much i want to too why, you got something else on your mind? No, I just, that's my You can thing. interrupt. I'm probably just, I'll answer your questions as you go if you want. You can fucking do whatever you want. This is interesting though, right? This is fucking show fodder. Well, of course it what is. What you say? Now, here's my question. It's a fucking so current event, man. It's not a widow, widow maker or a widower maker in women. Because women don't get this particular heart attack. Okay. All right. This is from straight up. And when they fucking, here's the rest, I'll tell you, and this answers your question. She was in the procedure. He said, if we find something, we clear it up with the same apparatus that we take the pictures with. Apparently, the camera's got a little router on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you can actually see the fucking route. Yeah, I'm sure they're watching it as they do it. It's all yeah. very high tech. So hour, hour and 15 minutes later, we're all over in intensive care recover, uh, intensive care waiting room, family waiting room. And uh, he's like, oh, no, we were in some other waiting room. We went to intensive care when she got out. He goes, uh, he said, we found 100% blockage in a main artery in which Ted went, which one? And he goes, left anterior. And Ted goes, it's a miracle, everybody. You know what I mean? And the doctor went... Yeah, it's a miracle. Just like that. He so, says, I mean, it's just as likely to kill a woman. Yeah. They just don't get they it. They don't get it. So what they routed out of there is straight up Cracker Barrel. You know what I mean? My mother eats a lot of fucking Vermont cheddar. All right? Yeah, she's a big girl, too. She is a big girl, but she's managed it, and she never got the diabetes or anything, but right. she's got 
heart disease. She has, well, by definition, she had heart disease. But she had high blood pressure, and uh, I guess she's got thi- like she, she's the thyroid thing, whatever the thyroid thing is with broads. She's got it. You know what I mean? Apparently that okay contributes to the weight thing, I guess. But my mom likes her fucking cheese, all right? And I'm pretty sure that that's what they fucking dissipated with when they routed that bad boy out. So did they put in a stent or no? Joe, what an excellent question. And the stent is why my mother is going to live 10 or 15 or 20 years longer than she would have anyway. So listen to this. How? They clear the blockage and okay. they put in a fucking stent, all right? And then right. they go searching around. A couple other arteries and veins got some buildup, but they determine they don't got to route anything else out. They rarely do open heart surgery these days anyway. If they got to do a bypass, obviously. I don't think they do bypasses with the, without cutting them open, but I don't know. So uh, th- she had a cup of some buildup. So when he came out, he said, there's a stent in. Uh, her blood is flowing fine. She's going to be fine, and she has some buildup in her others, but that is treatable with medication. <laughs> so, all right. Can I? Go ahead, man. Here's a question. She's going to feel better than she did for months because the stent is in there. So she comes back, wakes back up. Yeah, man. What is going on? In the clogged artery, meaning, so her heart starts pumping again, and oh, who knows? She had the attack. I know what you're saying. Is there like a little? Now is there a little blood going or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the mechanics of that. That's a great question, and I hadn't even thought of that. What is the mechanics of that? Why was she able to wake back up? I don't know what to say. Meaning, like it did, and you probably don't know. I mean, did the did the blocked artery cause the heart attack? It did. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's the big one. But then there's, if the heart can start beating again, well, there's more than one artery going out of the, the heart. I don't know what. several. So this is a, is this an artery or a? or a? It's the a, left anterior descending artery and if you put that into wikipedia it's not a it's not a vein widowmaker will come up yeah and so they go in and they they've got a little machine that has a has a little fucking whirly bird in the front that sucks all the fat and shit out of the artery i don't know if it sucks it or it fucking just spins and dissipates uh, you got to figure it's got to go somewhere so yeah maybe i guess I would th- well I yeah would probably it vacuums it out somehow because of blood clots yeah oh well that's you know that's the other thing that's going on you know by the way just because of the high mortality rate of that particular fucking heart attack yeah. once the stent is in you are aggressively being brought back to being normal they don't baby you just because that particular heart attack kills people once the stent is in it's like any other fucking heart attack. It's like if you didn't lose consciousness or your chest hurt and you had a heart attack and they routed you. You know what I mean? It's the same fucking treatment. You know, and by the way, she's on her feet. She's off all the fucking machines. She wants to go home. She did actually say, I might not go back to work. Which <laughs> and I don't want to get off on a tangent now. Go ahead, man. Now, do you have more, I'm keeping tra- more story? I mean, I, go ahead. Here's, here's one of the things... 
I only know about this because I watched a documentary and then I followed up. Yeah, well, my plumber Dan had a heart attack. Since you know that, I, right? I, I knew he had one, but that was before I left, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is like uh, it must five be years. Five ago. years. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I remember. And they put a stent in. Yeah, stents are cool, man. And then I found, like, I was poking around and I found a documentary on stent. Actually, I think it was like 60 Minutes. And apparently, stents are the huge moneymaker and they do almost fucking nothing. And if you put a stent in, now at your mom's age... You know, it's got to give that fucking vessel a little support. It's not so much about keeping it open as it is giving it a little support so it doesn't fucking well, cave in because it was used to fucking resting on ch- fucking cheddar cheese. Apparently, the deal is when you go to the hospital and they say, we'll get, well, now we're going to do the stent, you go, no, you're not. Tell me what happens if I don't have the stent. Right. Because the first reaction is to put a stent in. Now, I don't believe that everyone is fucking greedy. Every doctor is greedy. But they love putting stents well, in. Surgeons they make like a lot of money. Surgeons like doing surgery, and cardiac guys like putting stents in. All right? That's now, their fucking I gig. I can't tell you exactly. There's something, something to do with, like, for example, they'll... I'm reading now, you know, that thousands of patients get stents that may do more harm than good, okay? 500,000 patients have stents for stable chest pain. And they're finding out that it doesn't work for chest pain. And the thing about it, I think, the thing about a stent is if you need to tap into that artery where the stent is... You can't. You can't. You can't, right. So it, it fucks up. But what are the chances that you're going to need to chat? I mean, is it high? I don't I mean. I, well, your mom's age probably, I mean, she's, she's what, 70? She'll be 73 in five, six weeks. Okay, 73. So, you know, in 10 years, she's 83. If she's, if she's still around, and we hope she is. But she will be. 10 or 15 years, however long the stent lasts. Because um, they do be a hundred, they do collapse, and then they are a horror show to get out. Oh, uh, I would imagine, especially with all that tissue collapsed around so, uh, it. You know, I don't want to bring this up as like because then if they collapse, there's not gonna go to there's the your real blockage. By the way, yeah. I'm now not you're going talking to the hospital open. and saying to your mom, now you're talking get the stent out. Now you're talking, but, but the you know now the artery, the stent is like mesh. Yeah. It looks like a Steel you know, Chinese finger trap yep. type deal. Yep. Yeah, I know what they look like. And they, they put them in, and then they become, after a while, part of the arterial tissue. I was hoping I could get like a big stent in my prick. Well, <laughs> that'll if help. Could, if I could make it nice and fat. Yeah. Big Enough fat of toothpick action I got going on. But, uh, so that's my only... That's, well, I never heard my, that take. And uh, I don't care. I mean, literally, they say if you go to the hospital and you're awake, say, please don't put the stent in. 
But now, if the guy says, you're going to die if you don't get the stent, then so say, well, okay, put it in, but I'm going to find out whether I was going to die or not. So they, Then I'm going to come back and strangle you. They come out and say, we're prepping her to go over the ICU unit. These people will show you where that is. There's a waiting room there. and So now, is she in pain? When? Now? Okay, so she's got to let stand. me finish. You got really got to let me finish the story. Yeah. I mean, I'll answer okay. that question. That's a weird question that you just asked. Of course she's in pain. <laughs> well, I don't know. She had a I fucking don't know heart whether, attack, man. I don't know whether this is one of these things like, uh, you know, a fucking kidney stone where... They get the blockage out, and now you're fine. I think you'll find the rest of the story interesting, and I will answer that question. So we will, I will now shut up. And no, you don't can. have to shut up. I wasn't telling you to shut up. I'm telling you that. No, no. Well, if you ask a question that I feel I can't answer without ruining listen, the. Would, would you finish the fucking story, please? It's going to take me a while, Joe. That's okay. So fucking I want to dig listen. in, man. I'm going to listen. Dig the fucking people. So, uh,. So fucking Kumar or whatever his fucking name was, it's like, you know, you're all, she's going over to ICU when they're ready, they'll let you in when they're ready to see you. Awesome. So we all go there. So by the way, just about then, dad's COPD kicks in. He needs a wheelchair. (laughs) That's fine. So we wheel him over there. You know what I mean? He can't, he's not keeping up. You know what I mean? Right. And right. even though it's a little country hospital over there, it was a fucking haul, all right? <laughs> I wanted a fucking wheelchair <laughs> at this point. By the way, I kept my cool because as soon as I knew she was conscious. It's not a small the, hospital. It's actually a decent-sized hospital. I think you're right. I, but I haven't been in many. It's smaller than any other one I've been in. I think it's. it really is. Even South well, Shore's a, bigger. It's not a Boston hospital. Right. But I don't know. Have you been in smaller hospitals? Maybe the, at you met. I mean, have you been in a smaller hospital? What small hospitals have you been, been in? I've been in another hospital other than a Boston hospital. By the way, I fucking applied for a fucking maintenance job there right before I got my current fucking gig a year ago. Can you believe that? Yeah. Next week is my one-year anniversary. The day, the day I got hired. Time for a race. I have a review coming up, and... I will stand for nothing less than a 3% raise. <laughs> all I want is a regular raise. That's it. That's all I want. And I won't be participating in the 401k program until child support payments are over in May. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not gonna, by then, then I'll be like, ooh, extra money. I could put that away. Right now, I am literally you know, I stretched to the very last dollar. you have that fat child support payment, which is why you never have any money. Yeah, I'm going to be all well, right you, in May. You don't have a lot of disposable. If I, I have zero disposable income. If I can um, somehow not get audited by the IRS between now and fucking May, I'll be all right. I'll be okay. And you know how fucking time flies, man. You're not going to get audited because you're going to do your taxes correctly. Uh, not for like at least two or three more years. No, just you are. I don't know about that, man. I was getting serious about this. I'm, I've been talking to him. No, I'm not clean. All right, I'm not filing. Continue with this. Filing in 2019. Continue. Don't talk about the IRS. Listen. Continue the story. You're the one who fucking brought it up. I didn't bring the IRS. Oh yeah, I did bring him up. Yeah. So anyway, so now we have a little family meeting. Blah 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 blah. 
uh, right then we decide we're gonna we're gonna be round the clock until you know she's at least able to make her own decisions. You know what I mean? Um, we go in one by one. When it was my turn, everyone said as they came, I was I was like fourth or fifth in. Everyone said she just wanted to know what happened. She kept asking what happened. Yeah. She asked everybody what happened. And then when I went in, she asked me what happened. You know what I mean? And when I fucking, while I was looking at her, she's on her back, right? And her eyes are darting around like she's literally trying to fucking find a memory. You know what I mean? She's looking for a fucking memory. Yeah. Her eyes are literally darting. You That's know what I mean? Ted finger banged her while he was giving her CPR. <laughs> By the way, in the meantime, she has already she has already uh, given Ted shit. I'm going to fucking hell. She has already <laughs> fucking given Ted shit for his fucking cuz the, the only the only you asked about pain, now I'll answer you. All right. The only lasting thing she has right now is the pain from her ribs being compressed. Yeah. That's yeah. she has to have she ended up taking morphine. She didn't want anything while she was out of it, but she was with it enough to seem like she wasn't out of it, but she was because she doesn't remember anything until, like, you know, last night. Right, right. And she seemed fine, you know, but she asked the same questions over and over and over and over and over. Like, now, is it because she wasn't remembering or she's just wildly no. curious? Oh, no, 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 no. Zero short-term memory. And if you look this up, People who have this heart attack and fucking flatline like she did, because yeah. she was flatlined, they have short-term memory problems. For a while, it gets better. How long was she flatlined, would you say? 12 or 13 minutes. Did she see the fucking white light? No. I haven't asked her yet, but... You That's know, a conversation. You know why? Have. You know why she didn't see the white light? Well, I know your reason, because there is no... Because there is no fucking white light. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't even thought about that fucking aspect of it. Actually, I if lied. She was, if she was... Well, she was getting her blood circulated because they were doing CPR. Mm. So she wasn't... She was flatlined, but she wasn't dead. She had no pulse for 12 or 13 minutes. Right. That's but flatlined. But she was getting Massaged. CPR... And you're right, blood is moving along, but your heart's not beating. Right. You're right about that. Because as you're doing that, blood is moving through your heart well, really that's the slowly. Why she's not brain damaged because she's Well, she might be a little brain damaged. That's part of the story. Her heart stops. Was she breathing? No. She literally was oxygen free for okay. twelve but she wasn't breathing at all. Okay. Her whole shit was shut down. Well, that's why I think they... And that's why Ted said, your mom is going to die. Call your brothers. Okay. Because he's seen it before. You know what? I'm going to shut up and con continue. If you want to ask a question, please do. Because every single question no. you've asked is what in my dreams the last four days you would ask. All right? All right. You're doing a great job, Joe. I hope I'm fucking doing it justice. Yes. So, uh, where the fuck are we? All right. So it's my turn to go in seeing her for the first time. Right. By the way, she had that little abrasion. What had happened? What ha happened was when she fell out, she's got a wicker basket with her magazines and shit in it. She just grazed that. By the way, her brother died because he had a diabetic episode at 69. 
Yeah. And he fell unconscious, slammed his head on a fucking counter, and died of a fucking brain aneurysm or embo- whatever the fuck they call the brain thing. She she fell too, you know what I mean? But she had a heart attack first. He he had a stroke after a diabetic act incident, you know what I mean? So I just thought there was some weird, weird symmetry going on there. But anyway, so she grazed the basket. Her eye was fucking bruised and yellow for like the first 24 hours. You go look at her now, it's healed. Her, you can't even tell she hit her fucking head four days later. Really? It, her eye was like this, Joe. She looked like, you know the pictures of Tony Canigliaro when he got hit by that fucking pitch in 1967 or whatever the yeah, fuck she it was? Big old fucking shiner. Her eye, there's, no, there's not even any color there, okay? That's interesting. Fucking weird. So uh, I say, Ma, I love you or whatever. And she looks at me. She goes, what happened? I go, didn't everyone tell you what happened? She goes, nobody told me anything. I said, all right. Yeah, you had a heart attack. attack. I opened up my notebook because I had already been starting to write shit. I had material written down way before I started writing notes from the doctor. <laughs> I was doing material, Joe. Yeah. I mean, and I, I worked it out on Cat and everything, and she's like, you need help. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had the big, the first line that I wrote was the personal paramedics line. The second one was the 3 a.m. relief because of my son. The yep. third thing was, how bad does it hurt <laughs> So when I have mine? Yeah. And then, uh, oh, here's the other thing I wrote down. This wasn't until later. I know I'm all over the place, but it's funny. The pl- We're sitting in the waiting room. This, it's actually chronological at this point. All of a sudden, there's a weird silence. Ted's over there. I'm sitting with my sister, but Ted's over there with my wife. Ted's sitting with my wife, and I'm sitting with his wife. And dad's over in the corner. Paul's somewhere there. There's six of us, you know? Yeah. Ted goes, so you guys got any plans for later in the day? I look at Kat and I go, "Uh, we were, I was, I got to get an oil change and I got a haircut appointment at like 10 and uh, then we were going to go help her mother. Her mother does the Lions Club. Oh, I'm a lion. I don't know if I told you that. Her mother does the Lions Club. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I'm the worst lion ever. I'm pretty sure I've never paid my dues. But anyway, I mean, I'm positive I've never paid my dues. Yeah, yeah you know. Either. But what you I do, what I do do, do do, is when her mother sets up the Lions catering table, her mother's got all the proper, you know, paperwork to be able to be serving food at events, you know. So they do it Lions Club style and everything that people, you know, that she buys sodas and hot dogs and hamburgers and whatever. So this was a car show, and I helped her out. Two years ago, I flipped the burgers. I was supposed to do that this year again. Last year, it got rained out. So I looked at Kat, and I went, I mean, because I was trying to get out of it anyway before this all happened. She reminded me of it like Thursday and Friday. I'm like, I don't ever remember agreeing to do that. She's like, you were drunk. I'm like, fuck. You know, flipping burgers for two or 300 people is kind of fun. You know what I mean? It's something to do. Yeah. So, because uh, I did time at her mother's uh, Little League concession stand, too. Did I ever tell you that story? I won't tell it now. So, I, I mean, I'm, I've done some food. You told me about the burger. I've done, some bur- I've done some burger flipping for a mom. You know what I mean? And because I lo- they're big into the giving back, your wife's family. 
They're into they're into service. I don't know if it's giving back. It's service. They they do yeah. the service thing. Well, I guess that's giving back, which is interesting. You know what I mean? Well, they like to help people. Feels good to help. So people, I look know? at Cat and I go, "You think this is enough to get me out, get me out of flipping burgers later?" She goes, "I already texted my mother." <laughs> So, if anything, thanks, Mom. I haven't told her this yet, but I will tell her next time I see her. By the way, thanks for getting me out of fucking Flipping Burgers at the fucking car show, man. Yeah. Because I really wasn't wanting to go, you know? So, uh, we, we, we start to make our, uh, our schedule. Someone's going to be with her around the clock until she's back, you know? Oh, so I'm, talk- so I'm talking to Mom, and I told her. I said, you had a heart attack. Your left anterior fucking descending artery, you hit your head. So they did a CT scan first to make sure that you didn't have a brain injury or you had a stroke. And then they snaked the thing up your groin into your heart. They cleared a blockage. You have a stent in your heart. Your blood is flowing. You're awake. And apparently, I didn't say that. I didn't say, I've never said to her, somebody else might have. I haven't told her yet that she's a miracle. I don't want. She doesn't need to know that. You know what I mean? She, maybe she doesn't. She knows it. So I'm in there for a few minutes. Boom! <coughs> I go back to the. I go back to the thing. I look at everybody and I go. Me and Cat are gonna go home now. Uh, Leanne, you figure out a schedule round the clock till she's back mentally. And I left. And I went home and I actually didn't go back to sleep for a while. And then I think I was on duty that night. I think I did the overnight that night. I did like some some later in the afternoon, and then I did the oh no, I did twelve to three. Paul did three to six, and then Sunday we went around the clock, uh, and then today, Cat actually did a shift yesterday and today. Oh, and by the way, by the time she got to a regular room last night, she's in a regular room, unplugged. You know what I mean? And along the way, she's asking the same questions over and over. You know what I mean? Uh, she uh, asked twice in, ro- in a row, is this intensive care? And then she said, what time did I get here? She asked that probably between all of us a good 100, 150 times. What time did I get here? A few times she asked me, and I'm sure she asked other people, I fell. Okay? Yeah. A lot of times on Saturday, she said, it's Saturday, and we're talking fucking 15 hours after she had her fucking, after she was dead. You know what I mean? This is another thing she said a lot, and apparently she's saying it a lot. (laughs) She looks at you, and she goes, shit. (laughs) That's fucking classic ma. And here's another one. She said it a bunch of times. By the way, she remembers nothing from Saturday or Sunday. She said it a bunch of times uh, Saturday, and she said it again Monday. She goes, do you think your father's pissed that I fucking showed him up? Because he's the one always getting the medical attention. Here's the other thing about the old man. So not only was he COPD boy, he needed to be pushed around a little bit, which is fine. I'm not making fun. It is what it is. Apparently, my boy has been drinking so heavily for the past five days, he gets a bloody nose. Your your son? My father, you oh, fucking your father. maniac. Oh, all right. My son doesn't drink. He smokes pot. So Pops has been 
tying one on? Yeah, but he ties one. He gets occasional nosebleeds. Apparently, every day since this has happened, as soon as he starts drinking, he's you know two or three, four drinks in. My dad drinks heavy, dude. He drinks more than you do like lately. He drinks. He probably drinks more than me, which is crazy because I am the world's most highly functioning fucking alcoholic. I I've never drank less. Oh, I, you told me you were cutting down. Oh, it's just during the show. Just during the show. Oh, does that mean you're stacking up when you're not on the no, show? No, I don't. I don't drink any beer anymore. Oh, I know. I, I, that's what I just said. I said you don't drink much anymore. But he he's he's fucking getting no. Leanne put her foot down today. She said we're not ignoring symptoms anymore around here. You know what I mean? You're going to the doctor. So I don't know if he made an appointment, you know. So uh, we're doing around the clock thing. She's getting better and better and better exponentially. She's eating. She's funny. <laughs> so uh, initially in the first 12, 24 hours, she's like, I don't want any Percocet. I don't want any Percocet. And then at one point, they offered her morphine because her, 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 her ribs just hurt from being pounded on by a 240-pound man. Oh, God, You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, they, a lot of times they'll break ribs. That's what Ted said. He says, like, I can't believe I didn't break her ribs because usually, usually that's more than 50% people. Usually that happens. <laughs> so she didn't even get her fucking... At, at 1.35 in the afternoon, she asked if, if she goes... I didn't say anything to her. I don't think anyone else did. She goes, was it Ted who did CPR on me? She was dead. She goes, was it Ted who did CPR on me? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <coughs> they took her off oxygen. <coughs> they took her off fucking oxygen at 1.45 in the afternoon on Sunday. Fucking we're talking... Less than 36 hours after it happened. Uh, she kept saying, my chest hurts, my chest hurts. And then she's like, I had a procedure. So for the first two days, we all told her the same story over and over. Nobody got frustrated, you know what I mean? But you told, we kept filling her in, kept filling her in, kept filling her in. But she was asking the questions, and you got to answer, you know what I mean? So I started to get a little concerned. I'm like, hmm. I, I'm not entirely convinced maybe maybe something isn't going on with her head. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think I'm I think I think she's gonna be fine because she's getting better. And we've all done the reading up on it, and it seems that when you have this, you know, short term memory is really a hard thing. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the other thing, driving to work and shit. Long-term memory gets you to work, but you kind of need to remember where you've been <laughs> also. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And I know she doesn't have a complex job, but any job where you go into an office, you kind of you kind of got to you gotta be able to prioritize tasks at the very least. And to me, that's very that's short-term memory. You know, what am I going to do now? You know. What did I plan to do now? You know, if you make a really solid plan for the day or two days, you know, 
And by the way, we all do that, whether you're conscious of it or not. You always prioritize shit. Right. Now, right. and I, I have to do it more than ever. My stupid, stupid, stupid has nothing to do with the advancement of mankind job that I have. I have a really dumb job, by the way. I get very excited when I sell something. I sold a seventeen five today. I sold a two hundred thousand Friday, the day before my motherfucking vapor locked. I sold the biggest job I've sold yet. That's pretty. I thought you did a four hundred. No, no, I lost out on that actually earlier in the same day. Oh, I was that's a, didn't a the guy sports center. Fuck it up. No, nobody fucked guy. it up. What they did was they used my value engineering and showed it to another guy. And uh, he said he'll do it for, you know, 500 lower or whatever. They didn't even give me the chance, you know. That's part of this game. It's a weird game, Joe. It's fucking brutal. People, it's fucking brutal. There's literally no loyalty. And you have to... I'm now becoming aware of which GCs to just ignore their invites to bid. You know You know what I mean? What they, a, lot of, they, they, a lot of them have guys that they give last look to. You know yeah. what I mean by last look? Obviously, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. And I'm in the finals right now on a on the one at Cordage. I think I told you. They're using my number. And the guy told me he's using my number and showing his guy. And he goes, I hope you don't mind. And I looked at him and I went, hey, man, I'm fine, man. I'm just glad to be here. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you what. If fucking they, if that fucking guy gets the fucking job, that's literally forty five seconds from my apartment. That Cordage Park job, it's literally in the front of where the old Walmart was. Yes, my apartment is a forty five second drive from there. Not even thirty that is seconds. Damn close. I'm all over the place. So she also uh, <laughs> now she started. I told you she said shit. Then she started with the, and this is, she said it maybe 70 times. You know, I'm not all that happy with all this. <laughs> oh, I imagine she's not. Funny as fuck, though, right? Yeah. I mean, as you said, she's smart. And in order to be funny, you kind of got to be smart. There's not a lot of funny, dumb people. They're, maybe you laugh at them, but you're not laughing with a dumb person. I mean, you're not laughing. You know what I'm saying. She's smart as fuck. She also asked. A lot is this ICU, is this Saturday. She's over and over and over with my chest hurts. The bottom line is my mother dropped dead from cardiac arrest because her left anterior descending artery was jam-packed full of fucking Cracker Barrel Vermont cheddar. And... Tomorrow, she's going to sleep in her own bed. She's going to walk up the stairs by herself. She's got to do a little outpatient cardiac rehab. The bitch is going to be back to work in less than two months. All right? It's pretty goddamn amazing, isn't it? It's a miracle. And by all accounts, the doctor, all the doctors, and... I said it out loud before any doctor said it to any of us. She is going to feel better this coming Sunday than she's felt in months. 
Really? Yeah. So she feels better. She's than going she- to feel better once the pain stops from being pounded on. Yeah. Because I know you don't like the stent, but guess what? That stent is her fucking artery is wide the fucking all the way open. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm By the sure way, they it has also put- to do with the stent. Well, it does, because the other thing you're forgetting, Joe, is is the longer you're without fucking flow there, and even though it's jam-packed full of shit, the walls of the artery actually begin to weaken. So for at least for the time being, the stent is holding that motherfucker wide open. She got more blood flowing through her right now at a quicker level. Her fucking blood pressure, Joe, drop is 120 over 68. It's that of... A 25-year-old woman. And she... Now she is going to live forever. She's going to be 100. That's, that's my point. She just gained because she, because she didn't die. I mean, yeah, she could have died. But because she did not die, she's not gonna, she ain't going to be 82 or 83. She's going to be 93 or 100. You know what I mean? She's fucking bionic right now. She's fucking... Bionic. And yeah, she could have died. It was a coin flip. Thank yeah. God Ted was there. Thank God Ted was there. Is she still confused? Is she still... A little bit as far as I'm concerned, but apparently it's normal. Because she... This morning, she... I'm sorry. I didn't see her this morning. Last night, by the way, you might imagine, I haven't gotten a lot of sleep. But I've actually... I got like some weird fucking bizarre my mom had a heart attack energy at work. I like I usually fall asleep once or twice at my desk a day. I've been wide awake the past two days. Might have something to do with everything that's going on. We, I got a lot going on, Joe. Well, that's a huge I mean that I'm about to double my sales for the year in a week. <laughs> and I'm at like a million I'm at like one point one right now. By the end of next week, I'm gonna be way over two million. That's exciting, you know what I mean? For so paint jobs. And you think it has something? You got more energy because your mom's feeling better. Well, well I, it's a it's a big. I don't know if it's because she's feeling better. I'm just saying it's bizarre because you know I like my sleep as you do. Although I get along on less of it lately. I'm telling you, since my sister called me. Uh. What's today? 72 and 12, 84 hours ago. I'm telling you, I've got six hours sleep. And I feel great. My chest don't hurt. Uh, I haven't been to the gym since then, and I have been going back to the gym. Maybe it's the haircut. Well, that's the other thing. <laughs> so I, when you I look, get, when you I actually gave. You look pretty good with your haircut. Like, you look like. Are you part sec- of society? Are you sexually turned on by me? A little, just a little. No. Come on, I'm a good look. I bet you if I got your wife down here, she'd tell you I'm handsome. Although, I'm talking about your wife in particular, by the way. Just hey, let me have one of those things in the freezer there. I will. I will. And a and a diet uh, coke, if you would. Al. You got it, my man. It's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that. Am I turned on by you? And the answer is no. That's fine. Uh, you're a liar, by the way. Fucking lying liar who lies a lot. Now, Louis C.K. Oh, my God. Is this a Sarah Silverman thing? Nope. Oh, my. Wait till you hear this. Go ahead. 
All right. Louis C.K., in one of his specials, talks about he has a weird relationship with the movie Magic Mike. Okay? <laughs> now, because he likes Channing Tatum. <laughs> Magic Mike had Channing, it was about male strippers. This is one of the. I don't think I saw this movie because I'm like, I'm not watching this fucking thing. But I guess, I guess uh, Magic Mike uh, had Channing Tatum and a very sexy, um, what the fuck's his name? Matthew McConaughey in it, apparently. I am sexually turned on by Matthew McConaughey, by the way. Not and Channing he's Tatum. He's a little too buff for me. I, uh, Matthew McConaughey's a handsome man. So, all right. What Louie was basically saying is... I'm not blowing him, but I'm admitting he's handsome. I've never watched... There's a. He says, there is a part of the movie where he's seen it so many times, and it's a part where uh, McConaughey's in his... Um, like in a G-string or something. And... He says something to the effect of being, you know, being naked, totally naked, is against the law up here. But looks like there's a lot of lawbreakers in the audience. Right. Something like that. And uh, Louis said, "I'm not. I I feel uncomfortable because something." in my loins is stirring and I I can't I I have to turn the movie I can't watch the entire movie cuz it's it's not right that I'm feeling these the these feelings that I've never felt before but I'm looking at dudes and I I can relate to that if you see a very like my my guy is uh Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is just a fucking enormously really good looking, beautiful. talented guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And beautiful. when he He's said beautiful. that, I admit it. I when I watched the movie, uh, I don't know which one it was. There were two movies where like Brad Pitt fucking lived in Montana, and he did fly fishing. That and was called. Um, that was one, and then there was another one where a river runs through it. Yes. He, River runs through it. Brad Pitt. Robert I, Redford was in that movie as well. Yes. He played Robert Redford's brother. I knew exactly what... Younger. What Louis C.K. was talking about. Yeah. And it doesn't make you... It's it, it, Well, t in today's thing, it doesn't matter whether you're gay or not. And I, I, I don't want to fuck Brad Pitt or... Yeah, you know, right. But there is... I mean, you let him blow you, There is a... You let Brad Pitt blow you. I, I, I wouldn't, you know? <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding, fucking with you. I, I'd give him a, I'd probably give him a good hug. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, Maybe. And, and you know what else you do? You'd go like this. You'd fucking smell him. Probably smell him. Yeah, yeah. you're going to smell him. But I wouldn't grab, well, Look, I've grabbed all of my friends' cocks and ass. I don't think you've ever grabbed mine. You've definitely kicked me very hard in the nuts, though. You know, Key I West, that. I almost passed out, and it was the funniest moment ever. I thought it was, it was great. A funny Most moment. people would be mad. I was like, "That's the funniest fucking thing ever!" Like you went down laughing. 
and I forget what the circumstance was. We were just going into the rehearsal dinner night thingy. And I kicked you in the nuts. I mean, I saw fucking stars, dude. <laughs> but so that that was, uh, I don't know where that came from. You were I, talking about something. Yeah, I don't know. And then I went to Louis C.K. Oh, Louis C.K., by the way, Sarah Silverman, you know the great Sarah Silverman, right? Yes. The great Sarah Silverman was a guest on Howard, the great Howard Stern show. Now I still haven't heard it, and I'm a, I'm a listener, but I, I list, I can't listen all day like I used to. I got to listen. I, heard, I listen to the first hour of every Howard show on the way to work. That's nice, you know what I mean? Because I drive to work from seven to eight. I hear, and he's on at seven now, not six. Yeah. But and then I catch up with the rest of the show, you know, in increments during the week and on the weekend. So uh, I never hear a full show anymore, it, it, you know, unadulterated. But uh, Sarah was on, and she talked about Louie and his, you know, the shit going on with him. Yeah. Apparently, and if you Google Sarah Silverman and Louie, you'll find out it's all over the news. She told the story that, uh, by the way, Louie dated her sister for a little while. But Louie... His thing with Sarah, and I guess with all women, is he likes to jerk off in front of women. And Sarah, because yeah. she's an open-minded individual, it was probably 50-50, she said, or even a little bit more than 50-50. He would ask her, is it okay if I jerk off in front of you? Right. And more than 50% of the time, she said, yeah, go ahead. Now, there was a woman. They weren't sexual, by the way. There, there was a woman that said the same thing, and I'm like, "Yeah, apparently that's what his is, thing." What is? Where's the crime? That was everybody's point exactly. Even and Sarah I mean, said if, that if, she said it was creepy and it you, was weird. She said it was creepy and it's weird, but I don't think it was criminal. Well, that's apparently what he did to the. So that's his thing. He's got some weird little fetish, and he wasn't pulling his cock out in public. I don't think. He pulled even fucking Harvey Weinstein pulled his no. dick directly out in public and jerked off into a planter, I believe. And I've never Louis was always behind and he was like, Listen, this is my thing. I want to jerk off in front of you. And if they said no, he wouldn't do it. So now I don't know that I haven't I haven't looked it up. You would think I would have. I mean, I just I, I there were two women in a hotel room. But there was this woman. Uh, there was this woman who said, "Well, this is what Louis did to me. He asked me if I could, if he could, you know, would I come up to his room so he can jerk off in front of me?" And I said, "No." Right. And I'm like, "Okay, then why are you a victim?" I don't. I don't understand. And. Now, if he's if he was holding people in the in his hotel room against their will, pulling his cock out, apparently, I guess he's come out. He came out like with no clothes on or something like that, or but that to me is, I mean, if you ask the question, it it could be an you could say, well, that's not a really appropriate question to ask somebody. But if you know somebody quite well, right. I mean, it's sort of an oddball question, but 
Like, I'm not going to ask your wife or your si- or anybody. Quite frankly, I'm not. I'm not interested in jerking off in front of anybody. I'm not interested in jerking off. Period. By the way, yeah, I I, I do I, it like I, two or three times a year, maybe not even. I'm starting to worry because where does all that all the fucking jizz go? Well, I know where my jizz goes, and that's in directly in one of my wife's orifices, fucking five times a week because she's a maniac. That's why I don't jerk off. You know what I mean? I don't have fucking time, and I quite frankly don't have that many loads left. I'm disinterested in jerking my cock. What I I've do like, however, dis- is looking I'm disinterested at disinterested in I like looking at porn and falling asleep with a boner though. That's you know, what I like. I haven't looked in, at porn in a long time. I looked at it just the yesterday, I think. And I've never been a real big porn you know porn helps me get to sleep. How weird is I, that? I'll go on like little tangent and uh, find this like one hot looking girl and you know, get her name and look around, you know, and or her her stage name and go, oh, that's a really good looking. And go on a little, you know, rabbit hole thing for about a uh, whole rabbit hole thing for an hour or so. But but I haven't done anything like that in a, I want to say years, not just month. As soon as they said... Are you serious? I actually went not eight or nine months once, once and it wasn't it was a long time ago, and I told people that and nobody believed me. About and I'm the like, "Porn? No, no, I'm talking. About, well, I I took a break from porn. If you look at porn, you're gonna jerk I'm, off. I'm not a big porn person. I feel bad. It's kind of the same thing with strip joints. Like I feel the strip joints are the biggest waste of money. Other than golf, I used to golf. go in there and I just feel bad for you know. Like I guess maybe it's because I have three sisters or something, but. I would just feel bad for these women. It's like, uh, you know, you what an awful, awful job. As soon as they, the woman would be together, he was a comedian, the bars were closed and they wanted to celebrate. What so, are you talking about? Louis? Are you back on Louis? Or no? Yeah, this is Louis. Okay, so in 2002, a Chicago comedy duo, Dana Min Goodman, and Julia Wallow landed their big break, a chance to perform at the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival in Aspen. When Louis C.K. invited them to hang out in his hotel room for a nightcap after their late-night show, they did not think twice. The bars were closed, and they wanted to celebrate. He was a comedian they admired. The women would be together. His intentions seemed collegial. As soon as they sat down in his room, still wrapped in their winter jackets and hats, Louis C.K. asked if he could take out his penis. The women said. They thought it was a joke and laughed it off. And then he really did it. Miss Goodman said in an interview with the New York Times, he proceeded to take all of his clothes off and get completely naked and started masturbating. In 2003, Abby Shannon called Louis C.K. to invite him to one of her shows. Oh, she said she could hear him masturbating as they spoke. So he was masturbating while he was talking to Abby Shackner on the phone. Another comedian, Rebecca Corey, said that while she was appearing with Louis C.K. on a television pilot in 2005, he asked if he could masturbate in front of her. She declined. So now after years of unsubstantiated rumors 
about Louis C.K. masturbating in front of associates. Women are coming forward to describe what they experienced. But has there been more than five women? I mean, I, obviously, there's Sarah Sil- Silverman. But I well, she's heard. not complaining. No, no, she's she just, just talking. Said, she told the story. Apparently, her sister, when she dated it, dated him, and you know they were intimate. Sarah was never intimate with him. That he used to do it on the reg. And now, if my wife was one of these two comedy chicks, and she didn't want to see this, she is very funny, by the way. My <laughs> wife would go, "Put your fucking dick in your pants yeah, right. before I go and get a knife and cut it off." What's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, that's what she would do. Right, totally. What, what is fucking wrong with you? What, what is your fucking problem? I, I don't want to watch you jerk up. Put yeah, your right. fucking, put your clothes on and fucking go be a sham somewhere. I'm leaving. Well, Robin told an interesting story today. So these women stayed there and watched. Yeah, women have this weird fucking they stay- inability to say no or fucking well, fuck they off. I, he jerked off in front of them, but they stayed. Yeah. Wouldn't if you were horrified, wouldn't you run out of the fucking room? Robin told a story today about she was in a study group. I'm getting tired of broads. I gotta I, tell you something. Robin told I'm the story. Really tired of broads. I know. I hear you. Rob, Robin told the story today. She had a study group in college. It was her, two other women, and two guys. So three women, three girls, three guys, study group in college. They weren't studying the same thing. They just had study groups. I don't know if you ever did that. You know what I'm talking about, right? People get together and like, let's study. Yes. So wherever they were, at one point, one of the guys said, let's have an orgy. And one of the girls said, all right. And she looked at the other guy, and the other guy said, sounds good. The other girl goes, okay. And they look at Robin, and Robin goes, I don't think so. I'll watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and because she didn't want to join in, it didn't happen. Right. And then they disbanded. The study fucking session was over all of a sudden. And the two girls, oh, both of weird. them, the two girls, both of them said, thanks, Robin, for fucking not doing that because we really didn't want to do that. And Robin looked at him and she's like, well, then well, why did the you say it? fuck did you say yes for? But it seems like that's what women are... Af- it's almost like they're afraid to say no. You know what I mean? Why, why would you be afraid to say no in that situation? It's like, fuck off. I have off. no idea. It's, it, uh, but I think her experience, although, n- listen, not everybody has been fucking asked to orgy, all right? But I think it's kind of a mock microcosm. You know what I mean? It's like, if you didn't want the guy to jerk off in front of you, why don't you just say... Don't jerk off in front of me. When are women going to admit that they have privilege over men? This is a hot take. Go ahead. First of all, a woman can go to a, go up to a schoolyard fence and watch little kids play. Yeah, men can't. Wow. I can't do that. I mean, you Women can. can get laid anytime they want. I can't do that. Wow. This is a hot take, man. Women can get free drinks at a bar. I'm not going to get is free this drinks. prepared material, by the way? No. Good I'm for just, you. Go, 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 go. Women 
still expect, if they go out on a date, still expect the guy to pay. Right. That's woman's privilege. I, and I believe, mo- I mean, unless you're actually married, get- unless you're married or really, really, really into a long-term relationship, most women pay the bill. Right. If you're just dating, men pay the bill. Because most women handle the finances. Women primarily not. run the relationships. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wear the proverbial fucking pants in the family. Women get to decide whether you're going to have a kid or not. Women have incredible power. They really do. Thank Cat, I love you, baby. You've decided so, not to have a kid, and you do all the bills. Thank you very much. So they got to be know, bothered with I, that shit. I'm tired of you're wicked bad at it, though. You're look, really bad at it. It's the Harvey Weinstein thing is is a, is wildly different than the Louis C.K. thing. The bills part, by the way, of course it is. And the other thing is, when we had this fucking lying piece of shit up there. I'm talking about Bill Clinton or Barack Obama or no, Hillary I'm Clinton? I'm talking or? about this fucking uh, blazy Oh, floor. my God. You still think this woman is a blatant liar, She's huh? She's a fucking blatant liar. What, what great big balls then, huh? Blatant fucking liar. Got to give her a little credit for balls having... She she wasted a lot of people's time and money by political the way. activist. It was great TV, great TV. Liar, complete liar. Look, you, the more you think about it, it's so fucking ridiculous. Here's what she knows: she's a hundred percent sure that it was Brett Kavanaugh, and she was a hundred percent sure she had one beer. That's the only thing she was a hundred percent sure of. She didn't know where the fucking house was. She didn't know who was with her. She didn't know how she got there, who was in the car with her. She didn't know how she got home or who was in the car with her on the ride home. I mean, it's it's too you can't make it up. It's she doesn't she doesn't know she couldn't identify where the house is. Look, if you got raped, you would think you would fucking have that thing burnt into your memory like that. I'm going to remember the house number and the street. So if you had one beer, no, no, she's not. She, she got groped. But if you're saying, I had one beer, so you're not drunk, so why can't you remember anything? Oh, I was too upset. Well, you weren't too upset on the ride there. Oh, yeah? I don't think it's that bad an idea. I think we can rig it. We can actually rig it pretty easily without sure. any wire being on the floor over there. We can go up over there. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're talking logistics. By the way, Dave had high, 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 high kudos for show 84, but he said the first six minutes fucking sucked because we were talking about the intricacies of sound files. <laughs> I don't remember what the show... You know, that's the thing, Al. I don't remember what, well, what we show, talked about. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to tell you right now, if you remember any of this from the last show, we haven't done a show recap in a while, and why not, right? It was a it was a longer than usual show. We went over two hours, right? Well, it's longer than usual lately. It's you know, like I always say, our our uh, our average show is, a, I, and I believe it's still even with our short show shit. 
you take our average show, it's an hour and 40 minutes long. So we did, in order to have hour and 40 minute average, once in a while, you got to do a two hour and 10 minute show. We did it without a break, by the way, which I, I love. I actually like it. I like the non-breaks now. I know you do too. So you know how like when I do my write-ups, I always do f- classic duos? I'm running out of classic duos. Do you like, know I don't read them? It's fine. Like Abbott and Costello and Rogers and Hammerstein and, you know, Ruth and Gehrig. And yes. So this week is Sylvia and Maya. You know who Sylvia and Maya are? Sylvia Plath and Maya Angelou. They didn't even know each other, but they're both poets. I think they're both... Maya's dead. Bo- well, Sylvia Plath killed herself 60 years ago. So anyway. Oh, well. Sylvia and Maya. Wha- I guess she would be dead. Sylvia and Maya. Real dead, man. Sylvia and Maya was. <laughs> Sylvia and Maya. Wax. Poetic. And no, one, no one's ever going to get this. About clips and sound files. That's the part Dave hated. And he knows all about that shit. Maybe that's why he didn't like it. We also talked about unconstitutional criminal harassment laws. <laughs> Remember expounding on that at all? Yeah, and I've got some I've got some interesting cuz I'm trying to do the work on this. I am being accused of harassing people while they're at the electric company. And that's a weird criminal harassment. Oh, I know. While they're working at the electric company. So, meaning, can you harass, can you call the cable company and break the law? I'm trying to find it. There's nothing exists like this. And I've been searching for three days. <laughs> That's why eventually your fucking case is going to get tossed. I know. Just well, spend fucking the 100 grand is, in the, is, in the it's process. It's such a weird case. Yeah. And even the lawyer said this because I don't know any of these people. Right. So usually you harass somebody that you know. Right. You know, it's like your ex-girlfriend or, you know, somebody that you're fucking stalking. Or right. I don't know any of these people. And, you know, and if somebody asked me honestly, well, were you harassing him? I'm like, no, I'm motivating them. <laughs> right. No, I mean, seriously, it's not. Harassing would be to, you know, just cause them pain and grief. Right. That's not that wasn't the intention. The intention was to get somebody so pissed off that they would ask the people that are supposed to do what I'm asking for, why the fuck haven't you taken care of this guy? Right. That was the that's the whole gist of my whole That's the whole gist of why I did this. Right. And now, I said some terrible things, but at the same time, I didn't call a person. I called a fucking company. Right. And a monopoly company. Wait. Didn't you call somebody's personal cell phone at some point? Well, the CEO of the company. Right. I wonder if it's paid for by the fucking... Well, on top of that, he's a public He's a public figure. Yeah. If you're a CEO of a company, you're a public figure. And again, I don't know this guy. Right. So it's very strange. We also talked about... <laughs> Not to get off on a tangent. No, no. Believe me, this but is why we like to recap. We like, like to recap. I'm trying to find... Can it, you know, 
can employees go after customers? Right. You know what I mean? By the way, I will never recap a Tuesday show on Thursday. I'm only going to recap Thursday shows on Tuesday because everyone forgets. You know what I mean? Well, why don't they just go listen to the show? Why do you got to recap? Because I believe I just got five minutes out of you, you fucking mook. You know what I mean? It's called content. So what do you mean? We got plenty to talk about. Uh, we talked a little bit about personal pronouns. Uh, we talked about dead journalists. And by the way, fucking oh, you, now you know, Khashoggi is looking like they had a body double. Co- by the way, that motherfucker didn't die in a fist fight. He died of being bled the fuck out. Apparently, there's a tape. There's an audio tape at the very least. And they fucking chopped him up while he was alive. Yeah, they cut his fingers off and they cut his head. They did the Danny Pearl cut his head off while you're alive thing. I read that they he was alive for seven minutes while he was being fucking... Sawed up. Sawed up. Yeah. And that the guy that did it was some fucking... You can't... Oh, yeah, like a fucking uh, autopsy. Autopsy dude, and they they were a team that was sent there to fucking do this. He knew how to saw him up and not fucking bleed to death until a few minutes into it. You know what I mean? Right. That was, you know, I wonder if it's good that the last seven minutes of your life are the longest seven minutes. I don't don't think not. No. Not in that fucking. You want to go fucking fast. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, if you're going to get chopped up, let's do it quick, boys. But, now, hey, they were sending a message, clearly. And that's well, it's, it's that's, some, that's the religion of peace, by the way. Yeah, the religion of peace. The religion of peace. They killed one of their own. He was devout. They got a lot of oil, so we still need them. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, man. We talked a little bit about, oh, well, along the same line, dead journalists, we talked about universal basic income which you know 99% of the population of Saudi Arabia collects <laughs> must be nice they don't you know the regular people don't live that great a life but you know they don't pay rent <laughs> oh in Saudi Arabia yeah i think i think they live a fucking terrible life but they get univer- they get Especially they don't work if you're a woman they don't work though oh i believe nobody works we talked about they work on the, yeah, they work. All right. We talked about unsightly walls. You don't even know what I'm talking about. We talked about Bill Maher a little bit and how he's, as much as he's funny and we like him, he's he's a fucking left-wing zealot. Hey, there's fucking rumblings that that fat animal might actually run. We're talking about, of course, Hillary Rodham Clinton. The woman that I am most terrified of. There's no world. There's no way she's going to win the nomination, is there? Who else is going to? She'll fucking kill one of them. Wouldn't it be amazing if she'll kill? I don't know if she has has that sway anymore. I don't know if she has that sway anymore, dude. Well, there's a lot of Democrats. The sway to kill. She might have the sway as an outsider. Please go the fuck away. Please. Bernie Sanders is still going to run. And she might want to get together with Elizabeth fucking Warren, by the way, because they're the same fucking person. Although I don't think Elizabeth any ever had anyone killed. No, fairly she's, certain. She's uh, just Elizabeth fucking out of her mind. Warren isn't as she's not. Evil. She's not evil. She's I don't believe she's evil. Misguided. I think there's no question. Hillary Clinton is fucking evil. 
And by the way, I know you've been, I know you've been uh, relieved of your guilt of claiming that you have Native American hit, uh, ancestry there, Elizabeth. But you're about, as far as I can tell, one one hundred and twenty eighth fucking American Indian, Native American, whatever. I know for a fact that I am one thirty second fucking Native American. I'm way more fucking Native American than you, honey. And y- you, you definitely used it to advance your, at the very least, your academic career. You cunt. I listened, to and I never. And by the way, you're a, you're brilliant. You're brilliant because I never even thought of that. I never even thought of it. Well, no, you're not a. But it's because you're not a scumbag. I'm not a money grubbing whore. Scumbag. Yeah, she's a whore. Literally, she's by not definition. Evil, but she's a she's a scumbag. No, whores aren't evil. She's a whore. But I listened to NPR on the on the ride home today from my uh, job site, and they had a, a Native American on there that said it was disgusting what she did and continues to do. So, hey, listen to this. Oh, I just got a. We got a group text. Go ahead. Obama refers to himself ninety-two times in a thirty-eight-minute Nevada speech. In, as far as I, the pronoun I, or did he say Obama? Like Trump says Trump. Well, I don't think he talks in the third person. So he must have said I. Obama refers to himself 92 times during so, a 38-minute Are you reading speech. this on Drudge or Real Clear, or what are we this doing? This is the American Mirror. All right, well, known somebody right-wing must have, maniac. Somebody must have counted. So we have this group text thing going on right now. With and the family. Yeah, and the members of the group text are, <laughs> and by the way, there's a lot of subgroups going on, too. Because <laughs> we're not all in agreement with how everything should be going right now. But the main group text are... Come on. I should be able to see this fucking thing. Paul. Well, I think the most important thing is your mom's alive. Yeah, it is. Paul, Ted, Anya, who has been doing yeoman's work, right? It's not going to be a family fight out of this, is it? Not at all. Hope not. So, but again, it's all American. I got both my ex and my wife sitting with my mother at different times during the day. Isn't that great? Yeah. I mean, how lucky am I? You might as well just get along. Paul, Ted, Anya, Leanne, uh, fucking Dave, my wife, Kat, and me. So there's seven of us on there, and we go back and forth during the day. And what the what the the plan was was to whoever happens to be on duty, just tell everyone else what's going on, because for like the first twelve hours, we weren't we weren't good at that. And my father ain't telling nobody nothing. So for the past thirty six hours, whenever Dad's on, someone's on with him. You know what I mean? Because he ain't telling nobody nothing. You know what I mean? He, which is fine. He's quiet like that. So, uh, no, he's not quiet like that. He's fucking drunk like that, all right? So, uh. Well, he must be a little bit shaken up. I haven't read this yet, and I'm sure it's not interesting. I got two texts to read on. I'll read it on the air. It's not interesting. Just. Who is this? This is my wife, Kat. The lovely Kat. Just left the hospital. 
She is in a considerable amount of pain. She is in a cons- was in a considerable amount of pain when I arrived. She said it felt building like it was building for a while, but hadn't asked for pain meds until just before I got there. The nurse came at five. Oh, at five till six with Brilenta, Coumadin, and Tylenol. Yeah. She struggled for a bit, fixed off and on for about an hour, and then, oh, fidgeted off and on for about an hour, and then ate her chicken sandwich and lemon slushy. She was calling for her 730 oxycodone. Is that Percocet, by the way? Oxycodone? I think that's Percocet. No, that's oxycodone. Oxycodone. Does oxycontin, oxycodone, I believe Percocet is, oxycodone is generic. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry, buddy. Percocet's like hydrocodone. I believe with that that's. Hydrocodone nope, with. That's, uh, the, that's Vicodin. Acetaminophen. Vicodin is hydrocodone. I don't know. It's an opiate. <laughs> and it's delicious, by the way. I reminded her that her next Tylenol wasn't until midnight and told her to call them at about quarter of to ask for it. I also told her to call when she starts to feel the pain building so she can take something before it gets unbearable. And that's if it's before Tylenol time to ask for a lidocaine patch. So she did the lidocaine patch for about the past 24, 30 hours. And that does, by the way, that doesn't last that long. (laughs) Your body fucking sucks all that shit up pretty. That's also, I believe, isn't lidocaine like a like uh, codeine in a fucking patch form? I, I believe that's what it is. I don't know. Or something else to manage the pain. And then she also said, and everybody, this is a common theme for the past 12 hours. She is anxious to shower at home saying that she'll probably need a Brillo pad to get clean. (laughs) Hey, listen. She also said she can't wait to wash her hair. So that's my mom, everybody. Here's Obama on Trump. the end of my mom's story. Quote, this is not how America works. This is is. how some tin pot dictatorship works. What an asshole. What a cunt. Disingenuous fucking cunt. You are, Barry. Barack Obama. Speaking of disingenuous, though. Is a disingenuous. President cunt. Trump hosts rally with quote beautiful Ted. <laughs> Un- Can quote, you imagine? It used to be Lion Ted, not Lion Ted. What was it? <laughs> was it Lion Ted? No, Hope it was Lion Ted. Beautiful Hillary. Ted, everybody. But that's politics. Everybody needs a fucking nickname, man. Nate Silver is predicting at eighty percent confidence that the Democrats will take the House back. Hey, by the way, Sandra Day O'Connor announced today that she has fucking dementia, probably Alzheimer's, which is, I mean, she's an old lady, but I wonder if you use your brain a lot. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got to figure Sandra Day O'Connor's got a big ass brain, man. Wouldn't you imagine? Or at least maybe bigger hard drive space, maybe. Everybody's fucking brain is physically the same size. But her hard drive space is fucking huge. Well, I think that you have... Here's my, here's my guess, because yeah. I don't know anything about this. You'd have to ask somebody that actually knows. But I'm sure there's, there's way more than... Here's a few things that you can you can consider as making you smart. 
a, a wildly good memory, if you can remember shit and remember it chronologically and pull it up whenever you want, that's wildly great. Then if you got a really good processor so you can process that information, that's wildly great too. But there's other things like Wild Bill has the best sense of whether someone's a dirtbag or not that I've ever met in my life. My ex, Anya, has that similar quality, by the way. You know what I mean? And it's not like... He, he can suss someone out quick, right? Bill? Bill? About five minutes. Yeah. And... Good for him. He won't say anything. Right. Unless you ask. Right, right, right. Like, what do you think? Oh, he's him? not looking to badmouth anyone. Nope. Right. Same but with Anya. Like, eh, there's something wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. And he's usually right. He's been right my whole life. Is that right? That's yeah. fucking awesome. So, how did that come up? I mean, what are we talking well, about? We're just talking about things that make people, you know, bright. So, meaning Sandra Day O'Connor probably has a really good memory and she's. She's probably got a really good processor. But the other thing that is important is just like Sandra Day O'Connor wasn't a, she was sort of middle of the road in the sense that if you're going to, she wasn't an activist judge. Not, I mean, by definition, exactly. <laughs> the very opposite of an activist judge. Well, it was, it was, uh, who put her in? It was either it was Ronald either Reagan. Reagan. Ronald Reagan. So Jimmy Carter didn't put her to is the fucking. She's the first in. woman. She's the first woman justice. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, by the way, everybody. So the second or third greatest president in the history of the United States. He made fucking Abe Lincoln look like a fucking functioning retard. All right. Ronald Reagan was a great president. Well. They're, I'll they're, put I'll put Lincoln third behind Reagan. All the headlines have the Democrats winning, <laughs> and it's a lot like the election day. Well, we're talking about a lot of Democrats have what? A lot of the headlines in real clear politics have the Democrats winning these midterm elections. Uh, both houses? Uh, at least the House. How about state houses? What are we talking? I heard there's a lot of turnover in... State houses, not necessarily governorships, but in, uh, you know, state legislatures. I actually fucking wrote that down, man. We were gonna, I was going to talk about midterms. Look at you go. Democrats. What's your feeling? No, no, no nothing. In, they're eight. They, they're slated for eight pickups. In the House? Or what? Uh, governor. Governor races. Oh, gov really? Jesus. What state is going to have a Republican governor? Democrats are up 7.7 7 in the House, which I don't believe gives them a victory. By the way, the aforementioned... And the GOP have two, are supposedly have two pickups in the Senate. I'm going to tell you right now, the aforementioned Elizabeth Warren has got a fucking fight on her hands, man. That dude, Jeff Deal, is gaining some traction, man. Is she in a primary battle, or is this a Republican? No, no, she won the primary, and the dude, Jeff Deal, there was like five or six dudes, this guy, Jeff Deal, emerged. 
he's fucking doing some damage. She's only fifty two forty eight right now, man. That's fucking doable. Well, she's a fucking liar. It sucks. It's and it's tough having a liar when you're a stone cold liar. And she doubled down on the lie. Well, oh, you mean since the results have been fucking published? Yeah, the results were fucking bad. In conclu- for her, I thought. I'm like, yeah, she's sitting around telling everybody that. Well, see, I am an Indian. No, you're not. No, honey. You're not. No, you're not. You're not part of a tribe, you, you fucking you're lying an Indian, piece of shit. You're an Indian like I'm a fucking German. All right? You, le, I'm more German than you are Indian, stupid. Well, and I do not identify as German. I'm more Irish than she is Indian, and I'm not oh, Irish. Oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't... You're pretty fucking Irish, Joe. <laughs> what the, yeah, but I'm not Irish. No, you're I'm American. A, I'm an American. I was yeah. born in the United States. We're all Yankees. What? The pro, what what the guy said on the the in Native American I don't know what tribe he was from said is that look you, you're either a, in a tribe or, or part of a community or you're not he said it doesn't really matter whether you're one eighth or one thirty second or one out of a hundred it's whether you're involved in a tribe or not right involved in a in a Native American community and she's not so. For her to fucking pencil in Native American on the, you yeah. know, on her well, admissions paper. I mean, what, no shame did, whatsoever. She she is not a member of any fucking tribe. No. Or and even the tribe Native themselves American. are like, guess what? She's not a fucking Cherokee, all right? No. And, no. and by the way, uh, um... That's fine. Everybody lies, but it shows that she's at the fucking very least dishonest. And it's a fucking crying shame <laughs> that the senior senator from the fucking great commonwealth of Massachusetts is a lying whore who fucking claims to be a fucking Native American. Right. I mean, that's fucking mind-blowing. The that's you can't be any more white. It's a personality, Warren. It's a personality flaw at the very least, Joe. Elizabeth, you're a, you're a European chick. You're not a. Native American. How about white Anglo-Saxon Protestant? Right. How's that? You're a yeah. wasp, which you're we don't hear European that often. European chick and white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. She'll still win, though. Fucking lunatics will vote her in. They'll be fucking pouring out in droves out of those Cambridge houses. Marky's, yeah, I don't think Marky's up for re-election. Every one of them fucking other guys are. And that's the other thing. It's so rote now. It's just routine. I don't even fucking, I barely know who my fucking congressman is. I know it was, I don't know who mine is. It was Galvin for a while. I, I, I don't even know who took over for him. By the way, I Galvin. Think, was it Gal- Galvin's the Secretary of State, isn't he? I think it was another Galvin. Was it? Maybe he's got kids. Galvin's been... No, like, no, no. It wasn't like his cousin or something. Galvin's been Secretary of State for a long time. He seems to got a fucking lockdown on that. And yeah. hey, I, maybe Probably nobody runs against him. Pre- well, by definition, in, in, in Massachusetts, if you are a Democrat and elected to a statewide office, you will not ever, 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 ever be subject to a fucking primary fucking... No challenge ever. No, 
I mean, Galvin serves at the fucking whim of himself. <laughs> when he's all done, it's, a, it's an appointment for life. Look, I know you're looking to get out of here. I am. I can see it in hey, your face. Can your uh, will your mother take visitors? Is it? Can you just go in, or do you have to? She's like... gonna be released tomorrow. Oh, all right. So she's coming home. So send shoot send over. flowers to her house or stop by. All right. Don't not tomorrow though. No, no, no. I'll give it. Stop a few by days. like Friday. Give it a few days. I will give you an update Thursday. I'm telling you right now, if you think you want to stop by Friday, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to. Well, that sounds so, good. What I want to remind everybody out there is, is you're, you're gonna die. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're all gonna die, and death is, by definition, <laughs> this wasn't my rap, but you're, you you changed it. Death is, by definition, awful and painful you can only hope to die in your sleep my fucking wonderful mother got up to go to the bathroom and she don't know what happened after that so she almost died peacefully because she doesn't remember being in pain she's like I'm in pain now but I wasn't in pain then she shut down she didn't see a light or anything because there's no light, man. Twelve minutes, man. But what I meant Twelve to minutes without a pulse. without a pulse and without oxygen, she wasn't breathing, and there was the only blood that was going through was that's very that is as murder. quick as fucking as quick as fucking Ted could fucking pump that shit through her. Well, Ted saved her life. That's Ted for sure. Is a superhero in my opinion. Ted is a superhero, and I love you, Ted. And I love all my family. And by the way, that's where I was getting to go before Joe put me off on another track a minute ago. When you see your mother or your father next, give them a kiss. Give them a hug. Tell them you love them. Tell them thank you. And if you're, you know, not lucky enough. Finger bang your mom. To ha- you know, maybe not. <laughs> if you're not lucky enough to have them around still. You know, fucking tell the people that you love most that you love them the most, okay? It's, yes. you got to do it, okay? Uh, my mom is alive, thank God. It's amazing. I, and I don't even believe in God. That's right. Expression. Goddamn fucking heathen. So All anyway, right, everybody. my name is Al. His name is Joe. Together we'll see you on Thursday. We do this fucking ridiculous podcast called Kinda Right. All all two or three people listening to it. I'll see you Thursday, Joe. I love you, by the way. Love you too, buddy. Okay, bye. <laughs>